0: I don't know about you, but I have set out several goals for myself and not achieved them far more often than I would care to admit. And if you struggle with the same problem, then these 12 steps might be transformative for you.
1: This is Brian Clark from Copy Blogger, and you're listening to my friend Ash Roy on ProductiveInsights.com. Welcome to the Productive Insights Podcast, where you can learn how to systemize, automate, and scale your business via the internet. To access previous episodes and useful productivity tips, go to www.productiveinsights.com.
0: Now, here's your host, Ash Roy. It's Ash Roy, and thanks for tuning into the Productive Insights Podcast or the Productive Insights YouTube channel. This is episode 219. In this video, we are going to talk about Brian Tracy's 12 steps to actually achieving your goals as set out in his book titled, Goals. I've read the book and I highly recommend it. I'll also be sharing some of my insights with my recent conversation with him in episode 207. Now, I don't know about you, but I have set out several goals for myself and not achieved them far more often than I would care to admit. And if you struggle with the same problem, then these 12 steps might be transformative for you. I especially like step number 11, and I'll explain why a little bit later in this video. Now, I'll be popping a link to Brian Tracy's book Goals below this video and in the show notes, which you can access at productiveinsights.com/219. And if you're watching this on YouTube, I have a special giveaway for one person valued at $497, and I'll be sharing exactly how you can get access that giveaway at some point in this video. So make sure you stay tuned all the way till the end. Okay. So let's get into it. Brian Tracy's 12 steps to achieving your goals. And before embarking on these 12 steps, Tracy recommends you do four things. The first thing he says is develop a really strong mindset that enables you to take responsibility for your life and for your actions. We'll talk more about this later. The second thing he says is get clear on your values. It's very important that your values are aligned with your goals. Otherwise, there's going to be a mismatch and you're going to be very demotivated pretty quickly. The third step he talks about is rejecting your self-limiting beliefs. You have to believe that you can achieve your goals. That is absolutely critical. If you don't believe you can achieve your goals, you're likely to get in your own way and stop yourself just short of achieving them. And the final thing he says is to visualize your future. Now, that is very closely related to developing belief. And actually, developing belief is a skill, and you can build this belief over time. And I'll be talking more about exactly how you can build this belief in the section coming up, where we talk about writing down your goals. Okay, so once you've done those four things, you're then ready to embark on Brian Tracy's 12 step process. The first step is to figure out what you really want in the following areas of your life, finances, career, relationships, and health. Tracy recommends you get really clear in these four areas to understand what you really want, what are your values in these areas so that you can then come up with goals that are aligned with those values. Tracy also says that you should set yourself goals that are challenging, time constrained, and clear and quantifiable. If you want to learn more about how to set SMART goals, you might want to check out my blog post, which I'll link to in the show notes, where I give you an actual template on creating SMART goals for yourself and walk you through each of those steps. Okay, step number two, you need to believe that you can achieve it. I'm not talking about magically manifesting goals although some people believe that it's possible, and maybe it is, I'm talking about setting yourself a few goals that are actually achievable. I've often set myself too many goals, and that can be very demotivating. You also want to set yourself goals that are realistic. So for example, you don't want to set yourself a goal saying, I'm going to double my income from $200,000 a year to $400,000 a year by the end of next week. That's just unrealistic. However, you might say, I'm going to double my income by the end of this year, and I'm going to break it down into monthly, weekly, and daily milestones. And that's how I will get to that result. Now, that's not to say you can't quadruple and 10x your income in a year. It's possible, but it's unlikely. So you want to try and set yourself goals that are challenging but achievable. If you exceed those goals, great. But just set yourself things that are realistic. Now, the next step is really important, and that is about writing your goals down write your goals down every single day. I recently spoke to Brian myself about this. Writing your goals down helps you to build your belief over time. I believe that belief is kind of like a skill and you can build it by reinforcing that vision. And you can do that by writing your goals down every day. I have a series of books over here that I've been writing in for months now, ever since Brian told me that I should write my goals down every day. He suggested I do it for a month, but I've now been doing it for about almost a year and it has made a dramatic difference in my life. It's increased the sense of urgency and the sense of agency, and it has developed more belief around these goals that I'm pursuing for myself and for my business. Here's a snippet from that conversation I had with Brian. Check it out. Can you talk to us a little bit about your views on thinking on paper. You actually talk about this in your earlier book and I think it's very important for our listeners to understand. Well,
1: Ash, I'm so glad you brought that up because what I'm going to explain to you is a life changer. Something happens between the head and the hand that is almost a miracle. You can never get that, as you say, from typing. It comes from writing. And so what I do in almost all of my seminars, I have people take a page of paper and write down ten goals. Yep. That they'd like to accomplish in the next 12 months. And then select one goal, the goal that can have the greatest impact on all the others, and focus on that one goal. What I have discovered, which was like a miracle to me, is that when you write down a goal, you're actually writing it into your superconscious mind. Wow. Then that's powerful then, as an idea. Yes. And and what that means is that your superconscious mind takes that goal and begins to work on the goal 24 hours a day. Things will start to change. And I remember when I was poor and living on the floor of a friend's one room apartment and I was reading a magazine article and it said, if you want to be successful, you have to have goals. So I took a scrap of paper and I wrote down 10 goals and I promptly lost both the magazine (laughs) and the list of goals. But in the next 30 days, my whole life changed.
0: Do you recommend writing your goals down each day would that make yes. it even better
1: so i started a course and i gave it for seven years and i trained more than a thousand business owners in my first day i said i want to introduce you to your new best friend
0: yeah
1: and your new best friend is a spiral notebook so people would take this and i would have them write out 10 goals uh, that they wanted to accomplish uh, sometime in the next 12 months i said for the next 30 days i want you to pick up your workbook And every day write down 10 goals. The next day, turn the page and without looking at your previous page, write down 10 goals again. And write down and so don't in other words, you're not just copying from day to day, you're rewriting from memory. And this rewriting from memory, what will happen is the description of your goals will change. Okay. Because you won't remember. And the order of priority of your goals will change. And you'll keep doing this. And in 30 days, your life will have changed forever. If you've got half a brain, just do it every day. It takes three to five minutes for you to quickly write down your 10 goals. You will start to achieve the goals and replace them with other goals. At the end of a month, your whole life will have taken this rapid change. Right. And at the end end of a year, you'll be a different person.
0: Okay. So just to recap, the first step was figure out what you really want in those four areas. The second step was believe that you can achieve the goals. The third step was write your goals down every single day. And now we're on the fourth step. So the fourth step is about taking stock, assessing where you are right now and what got you here. So why is that important? Because assessing what got you here and understanding where you are in the scheme of things helps you to understand the patterns that got you here. Have you heard the phrase, what got you here won't get you there. You might need to implement different strategies and adopt different habits to go from six figures to seven figures as compared to the habits and strategies that got you from five figures to six figures. So here are some questions you can ask yourself. What is your income level at this point? Maybe you're trying to get fitter. So you ask yourself, what is your body fat percentage at this point? What is your weight at this point? What are your body measurements at this point? And then you say, well, how did I get here? then you ask yourself, where am I going? What income level do I want to get to? What body fat percentage do I want to get to? And then you examine the behaviors that got you here and compare them to the behaviors that are going to get you to that next goal. Let's say you want to increase your profitability from 20% to 30%. Because let's face it, there's no point making a million dollars a year if you're spending $2 million a year making it, right? You're worse off than having no money in the bank at all. So if you want to increase your profitability, You need to look at certain behaviors that have led to your current level of profitability and what behaviors are going to change to take that profitability up. In other words, how are you going to reduce your costs while keeping your revenue or your income levels constant so that you can increase the profit that you make each year? Maybe you want to look at your behaviors around spending. Maybe you want to cut back on some of the software that you've been subscribing to forever, but haven't used as a business owner. Maybe you want to spend less money on gadgets. Maybe you want to cut back on those pay-per-click advertising campaigns that aren't giving you the ROI that you've been looking for. Okay, step number five, discover your why. Simon Sinek talks about this a lot. Why do you want to achieve the goals you listed in step three? Why are these goals important to you? You might want to consider using the five whys approach. And I'll link to that in the show notes so you can learn a bit more about it. But essentially, it's a process of asking the question why several times. So you go deeper and deeper and deeper into your why and understand the underlying drivers that are pushing you to achieve this goal. Understanding your why at a deep level will help you navigate the inevitable obstacles that life is going to throw your way as you pursue your goals. Now, here's a bonus tip for you set yourself up for success by creating a positive mental, and physical work environment. If you want to learn more about how to set yourself up in an environment that is conducive to building great habits, check out my conversation with James Clear. I'll link to that in the show notes. It's episode 175, and you can access that at productiveinsights.com forward slash 175. Okay, step number six, set yourself deadlines for each goal. Have you ever heard the phrase, a goal without a deadline is just a dream? Well, it's true. You need to get clear on where you are going and when you're going to achieve that goal. Now, you may change your deadlines from time to time, but if you don't set yourself a deadline, there's going to be no sense of urgency to achieve it. You won't be able to rally your resources and your team's resources around that deadline. The other benefit of setting deadlines is it forces you to be a bit more realistic around how many goals you can pursue at any given time. Deadlines matter. Use them. Okay, so we're at the halfway mark. Let's do another quick recap. The first six steps we've covered so far are step one, figure out what you really want. Step two, believe you can achieve your goals. Step three, write your goals down every day. Step four, assess your starting point. What got you here won't necessarily get you there. Step five, discover your why using the five whys approach. And step six set deadlines for every goal. Okay, let's keep going. Step seven, identify the challenges you're likely to face along the way, and then work out how you're going to get around them. What sort of challenges are you likely to face? And how will you navigate your way around them? This step helps you to fortify your brain against the inevitable challenges and failures you are going to encounter on your way to success. Brian Tracy offers a great reframe on the word failure. He says, You only fail when you stop trying, which I agree with wholeheartedly. But wait, does that mean you just keep trying and trying and trying when you know that it's not working? No, absolutely not. And we'll talk about that more in step 11. You do need to know when to quit and you need to be intelligent about it. But most people, they just quit way too early. And often people quit just before they're about to succeed. Make sure that's not you. When Edison was asked how he felt about failing a thousand times on his way to inventing the light bulb, he said, I didn't fail a thousand times. I just found a thousand ways that didn't work. He reframed failure as a necessary path on the way to success. It's important that you prime your brain not to see failure as an end, or as something that detracts from your energy, but rather as something that fuels you to keep moving forward, provided you are not on a fool's errand. Looking at adversity from this lens enables you to overcome several challenges and allows you to adopt a very positive and can-do mindset. So here's a challenge for you. Next time you face adversity, ask yourself, how would Edison have viewed this situation? What would he have said to himself? How would he have viewed this challenge And how would you have reframed this so-called failure? Step eight, keep learning. Tracy talks about committing to lifelong learning. And I remember after I finished my MBA, they actually talked about lifelong learning. And I remember thinking, wow, that is a brilliant concept. I do believe that it pays to be a lifelong learner. It creates a certain sense of openness, a stance of humility that always enables you to grow and evolve, which in my opinion is necessary for survival, And to thrive. Here are the four tips that Tracy recommends if you want to become a lifelong learner. He recommends identifying the key result areas in your field and ask yourself, what do you need to do to be great at it? Maybe you're a graphic designer and you want to get better at your job. You might want to ask yourself, what is the best graphic design software in this field and how can I learn to be an expert at it so that I can do my job better? He then recommends that you reach out to your bosses, your coworkers, and a few people that you trust, and ask them to rate you on a scale of one to 10 in your key result areas. Now, a word of caution, don't go to just anyone and ask them to rate you because there's lots of naysayers out there and they can just drag you down. Be judicious about who you choose. Ask people who will give you constructive feedback. Having chosen those people, be receptive to the feedback and think of how you can incorporate that into your skill set. The next thing you want to do is identify your weaknesses. Now, there's a lot of talk about focusing on your strengths. And for the most part, I agree with that. But it's also important to understand where your weak points are because let's face it, the chain is only as strong as its weakest link, right? And finally, Tracy says to be good at lifelong learning, you want to leverage what you're good at. Once you've worked on shoring up your weaknesses, and Tracy recommends you get to the point where you give yourself a seven out of 10 on your weak areas, you then need to build on your natural strengths. Okay. Step number nine, surround yourself with the right people. Jim Rohn was known to have said, you're the average of the five people you hang around with. And I think he was right. Who you choose to hang around with determines the philosophies, values, attitudes you let into your life. And these things really matter. Choose your friends wisely. Once you've identified the skills you need to achieve your goals, figure out who embodies the values and those attitudes that will help you to achieve those skills and spend more time with them. One thing's for sure, you can't go wrong by hanging around with people who have great integrity and a strong work ethic. Find these people and then build relationships with them and nurture those relationships. How do you build these relationships? The best way to start is by giving. Adopt a generous stance. If you want to learn more about generosity and developing these meaningful relationships, you might want to check out my conversation with Seth Godin in episode 200. You can find out more at ProductiveInsights.com slash 200. Okay, so we're up to step 10, a final pit stop. Let's do a quick check-in. So do you remember the nine steps? Step one, figure out what you really want. Step two, believe you can achieve it. Step three, write your goals down. Step number four, assess goals your situation. What got you here won't get you there. Step five, discover your why. Remember using the five whys to go deeper and discover your why so you can overcome obstacles that will inevitably come your way. Step six, set deadlines for each goal. Deadlines matter. Step seven, identify the challenges you're likely to face along the way so you can prime your brain and you can set yourself a strategy to get around those inevitable challenges. Step eight, Keep learning, lifelong learning. Step nine, surround yourself with the right people. And that brings us to step 10. I'm running out of fingers. Create a plan and execute on it. How often do we create plans, but then do nothing with it? We don't execute. This is where setting yourself deadlines and goals that can be tracked to deadlines are critical. At this point, you're clear on what you want, you've identified the skills you need to achieve the things that you want to achieve, you've figured out the inevitable challenges you're going to encounter, and you've figured out your why, which is going to help you see yourself through those challenges. The next step is to turn all your short and medium-term goals into a plan that will take you all the way through to your long-term goal. Now, I had an interesting conversation with Jessica Ma in episode 113, and what came out in that conversation was the act of planning in and of itself is a valuable exercise. Your plan may not actually materialize. It often doesn't. But the act of planning brings a certain level of insight that is invaluable. So I can't stress enough, create a plan and then execute on it. Now, Tracy recommends these following three steps to creating your plan and executing on it. He suggests you create a project planning sheet, which has your tasks arranged by priority and the deadlines. He suggests you consult with other people involved so that you're taking into account all the resources that will be brought to bear on your goal achievement. He suggests consulting with other people involved in achieving these goals so that you can identify whether these goals are realistic and or achievable. And then he says, at that point, you decide whether to move forward or not. Assuming that you and your team members agree that the goal is achievable. Tracy recommends that doing this is better than just chasing something that is a lost cause. Now, you may recall earlier on in this episode, I talked about knowing when to quit and not chasing a fool's errand. Well, this is it. This is where you have a reality check. And you check not just in with yourself, but with other stakeholders involved as to whether the goal is achievable and whether it's feasible. And then if you still feel that it's achievable and feasible, you move forward. Okay, step 11. This is what I said was going to be the most important step. Monitor your progress and stay the course. Peter Drucker famously said, you can't manage what you can't measure. This is true for most things, especially for goals. Bracey recommends you set yourself daily, weekly, monthly, and annual benchmarks for your goals, and then measure your progress against them. This is really important because it'll tell you when you're on track and when you're getting off track. It will also tell you if your goals initially seemed realistic but are now no longer realistic because of changed circumstances or maybe skills that you overestimated when you set those goals. Just a quick note here. Numerical metrics are important, but don't underestimate the value of qualitative feedback. Being able to just hit revenue numbers, for example, is a great thing, but If you're annoying people in the process of growing your sales, then you're probably doing yourself brand damage. And that qualitative feedback on how you're going about achieving your goals is as important and in some cases more important than the quantitative feedback of what revenue numbers you've hit or what profit targets you've achieved. And the final step is don't stop, keep going. Persistence is the name of the game here. In most cases, once you have a clear plan that will take you from where you are to where you want to be, this final step is about moving forward with persistence, regardless of the obstacles you encounter, provided, of course, you're always monitoring the feedback and making sure that things are still on track and that your goals are still feasible. Fear of failure and rejection affects almost every one of us. And there are many ways to address these fears. One is to adopt the principles in the book, The Alter Ego Effect, which I discussed with Todd Herman in episode 176. I'll share a link to that in the show notes. You can access it at ProductiveInsights.com 176. To make sure you don't stop and that you keep going, Tracy recommends that you do the following. Increase your knowledge. We talked about lifelong learning. Get enough rest. Adequate sleep is probably one of the best productivity hacks out there and probably one of the least used ones from what I can tell confront your fears, try and do something a little bit scary every day, something that gets you out of your comfort zone. And finally, just begin. I remember having a conversation with Seth Godin a few years ago, and he suggested in this blog post that you should keep blogging every day. And I raised all these objections and I said, oh, but I can't write 2000 words a day and I can't do this and I can't do that. And here are all the reasons I can't blog every day. And he just responded with two words and he said, just begin. And that day I wrote this blog post, just begin. And I wrote every day for that month and it transformed my blog. I couldn't recommend this last bit highly enough. Just begin. Now, if you follow these 12 steps, you will almost certainly achieve every goal you set for yourself, provided that goal is realistic and achievable. Will it be easy? Heck no. Will it be worthwhile? Heck yes. You got this. I wish you all the best, and if you found this video useful, please do subscribe. Now, I did promise you a special offer worth $497. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to go into the comments and within the first 48 hours of this video being published, I want you to write 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 down your top 10 goals for this year. I'm going to go through all the comments and I'm going to pick the winning comment. Make sure that your goals are smart goals. So in other words, you set yourself specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound goals. I'll go through all the comments left within the first 48 hours and I'll pick a winner and you will receive a free one-hour consultation with me valued at $497. I look forward to seeing your comments. Thanks. And don't forget to subscribe and share this with somebody else who might benefit. Thanks for listening.
1: Thanks for listening to the Productive Insights Podcast. You can find all the links in the show notes below this episode on ProductiveInsights.com. You can also ask questions in the comment section that Ash personally answers. How can Ash help you today?